What's up, folks? You are tuned into the Failing Frequency. I am Ethan. And I'm Mike. Uh, and we are here today, beaming into your screens to discuss this week's Star Trek-related news from birthdays to Vegas to commercialism to UFOs to this week's Brand new episode of Star Trek Lower Decks, Grounded. And if you want to jump to the episode and, and miss all our fantastic uh, news discussion, there are time codes, you know, where time codes normally sit. But why would you? Why would you? We're so Fools. charming. Yeah. Uh. How you doing, Mike? I'm good, I'm good. How's yourself? Nah, I'm tired. You're tired? I'm like, yeah, man. I'm, I'm you know... I'm a I'm a humble man. I'm a simple man. I'm a working man. And man of the getting earth. older. I'm gonna be 32 in a couple of months. Oh. The past few weeks have been very physically taxing. Mm. I need to uh I need to maybe look for work that involves much more being sat down. Yeah. Or laid down. Pillow Ideally, asleep. Yeah. Asleep. Ah, oh, asleep would be great. Yeah. Um, but I mean, asleep would asleep would be ideal. But then the result, you know, no matter what what job I've got, there will always be the voices. <laughs> they're they're always there. They're always they're there. always there. I, I'm I've been tired this week. I, I messaged uh, Ethan earlier in the week, and I thought it was the start of September. I was so sure that it was about September the second. I was like, right, gonna have to do this recording early this week. I'm miles yeah. off, obviously. You know, we are two whole weeks away. No, like, man. No, I'm here. What am I doing? Mate, listen, let me tell you something. As someone with ADHD, that is, that's how, that's how I live my life. Yeah. Um, I've, I've just stopped keeping track of dates. What are dates, anyway? What are dates? What are dates? Um, I'll tell you what, that's actually a beautiful segue. Oh, we, we uh, time them. You know, this isn't lined up, but this is yeah, perfect. Yeah, well, it's like it's like it's like we're working a muscle. Yeah, so it's like we're doing good work with a muscle. Mm -hmm. Um, so first up in Trek news, and and I'm I'm sad that I, I I missed it last week. Um, you know, but time blindness. I never know what date it is. Mm -hmm. I rarely know what day of the week it is. I generally stop keeping track. Mm -hmm. Um. But the day after we recorded last week's episode, on Friday the 19th, it was Jonathan Frakes' birthday. Ooh. Woo! Happy birthday, boy. Happy birthday, man. It's nice. How, uh, how so, old is he? How old um, is he? He's 70. He's a 70-year-old man. And 70 years fun. He, he doesn't look what. 70, to be fair no, to him, man, Spry. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, it's all that... Um, just smiling. Yeah. It just keeps him young. That smile, you know. Yeah, man. He just smiles all the time and it just keeps him going. Yeah. Um but uh, I think um I think um in honor of his birthday, even though it's a week late, I would like to do a um I would like to do a Riker maneuver. But I've got quite a high chair. chair. Yeah. yeah. So give me a second. Well, we have to do the second half of this episode or the whole of this episode from the hospital room. Oh, look at that. Very good. Very good. Now you have to do it in reverse to get off. <laughs> was it good? 
It was good. It was, was good. Was it good? I like yeah. the sound of everything falling around you as you did it. Thanks. That, that, was, uh, that was done practically. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah, there was, was no um, special that was practical. Yeah, that was all practical yeah. effects. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, happy birthday, Freaks. Happy birthday, Freaks. <laughs> not only in his role as um, Riker, but for all his directing. Directing the, the second or third best film, um, depending on how you vote. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. And you know, still directing track to this day over on, I think he's got a Strange New Worlds coming up, but he's directed a episode of every live action track other than TOS and Strange New Worlds, which he'll do this season coming. Yeah. Um, he, certainly, he certainly has contributed some of the best Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Realizing now about Jonathan Frakes' birthday, mm -hmm. I was like, when when was it? Because I only just found out about it today, and then I looked and I saw when it was, and it was like, oh, it's fucking last Friday. I'm, like, who else is but like whose birthday's coming up? Who's who's whose birthday have I also missed? And on the same day as Jonathan Frakes' birthday, not advertised, mm -hmm. um Diana Muldawa, Dr. Okay. Catherine Pulaski. Yep. And uh, William and Marshall, who played Dr. Daystrom, yes. And when she was it, oh, the yeah, oh, she was great in TOS, mm, lovely. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, they are on the same day, Ooh. August the 19th, they share a birthday, and then a couple of days later, on August the 21st, last week, a it was Sunday. Kim Cattrall's on a Sunday, it was Kim Cattrall's birthday. Ooh, lovely. Man, um, I th I think I think I'm a I think I'm like a which one's which one was she? Was she Charlotte? No, she was Samantha, wasn't she? I'm I'm a I'm such I'm such a Samantha. Yeah, was she Raphael? I can't remember. I th yeah, I think no, I think she's uh, <laughs> Michelangelo. She yeah, she's, she's Michelangelo. Yeah, um, yeah, um. <laughs> Who are you? Um, I, I think I'm. I used to be Michelangelo. Now I'm whatever. What's the blue nerd one? Donatello. Donatello. Yeah, I reckon I'm Donatello nowadays. Unfortunately, how That's age super. creeps so up. So that on makes me. you Carrie. No, Samantha. Samantha wait, can't be Donatello. That's no. Wait, wait a minute. I just typed in Ninja Turtles, Sex in the City. This is risky. <laughs> You're fucking Charlotte. I'm Charlotte. I'm Samantha. Okay. I'm you're Charlotte. I'm Samantha. Okay. All right. Um, yesterday, um, it was Jennifer Lean's birthday. Kes, I hope she's okay. Is she yeah. alive still? Uh, she, I, I think she is. I don't know if she's, she's alive not... outside of the prison system. I, I was going to say, <laughs> is she in prison? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, um, and on the 28th, so this Sunday, uh, it's Gates McFadden's birthday. Oh, lovely. Happy birthday. The dancing doctor. Yeah, man. I bet she has a fucking space cookie and a fat doobie. Yeah. 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 Um, and, then, and, there's a, and there's a few more, but whatever. Um, I'm, there's two I ones. I can imagine that a few more is... Um, Ensign Kim, Garrett Wang, constantly being skipped out. 
um, we got Jeffrey Coombs and some other people coming up in the next couple of weeks. September the 11th has two, and I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it. We'll we'll keep it as a, as a 9/11 surprise as to whose birthday it is. Two two things happening on 9/11. You know, um, yeah. What a what a surprise. Three because there's two birthdays and oh. then the the other thing. Yeah. Ooh. That reminds me. Look look how well I can mesh this together, mate. Ninja Turtles two the remakes. Um, the second one came out on September 11th and had a poster that had a building falling down. So there was a poster from Ninja Turtles 2 with a, a building falling down, because it's Michael Bay, obviously, that was like, September 11th! Yay! Ballsy. Yeah. Ballsy. Yeah. Holy shit! I've just seen something. It was on a different page, because it's it's got a weird thing. It was Gene Roddenberry's birthday on the same day as fucking Frakes and Muldowers. Really? Yeah, on August 9th. On August 19th. But it's that's how you got the job at, at, at Trek, really. You had to have the same birthday. Yeah, so man. many of them. And be tall and all hot. Uh, so yeah, those are those are some Star Trek birthdays. Um, Excellent. Yeah. So next yeah. next next bit of news. Next bit of Star Trek bullshit. Uh there's gonna be a uh, a Star Trek set tour in Ticonderoga, New York. Yeah. Um, uh, they they've they're replacing the uh, the TOS set with a with a. I don't think it's a, a replacement, is it? It's just an add-on. Is it an add-on? Yeah. So for a, a couple of years now, um, since about 2019 to 2020, they built a very high quality reproduction of at least the TOS bridge, but I think one or two other rooms as well. A couple of hallways. Yeah, and and since then they've been like right. We're going to put the money in, reinvest it, and build the TNG sets. So a lot of the TNG sets, same high-quality stuff. You can still see screw heads. You know, it's still TNG. Um, but we're going to build them. And they've even said in the future they might get round to one or two DS9s. But cool. from from everything I've heard from set visits to, to there, it is exceptionally good. And you can get toured around by the guy who made it and, and all that, which sounds you know fantastic. Yeah, it looks great. Mm. It looks like that. Um, it looks like that. That flat. Um, that that guy had. Yeah. Um, Ticonderoga, New York. I love that name. Yeah, there there was a ship because I know on uh, Star Trek Armada two or one or whatever one, it'd be like Ticonderoga standing by. Ticonderoga, Ticonderoga. doing this. Yeah. It, next time I, I have any time in New York and and I have time to go to upstate New York, which is you know, fucking miles away, uh, to tag on Kroger, I will try and book it in to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, next time I'm in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, in a fun little story, in a, in a, cheeky, little, uh, in a cheeky little interview, uh, Armin Shimmerman uh, was, say, was asked if he'd be down for returning to Star Trek, and he says, yeah, he'd be up for it. Wouldn't that be sweet? It would. It yeah, would. Bring back Quark, man. Yeah. Um, he said, uh, the answer is yes, I would happily do it. I would not do a series regular again. I would not undergo that makeup for another seven years. I can't yeah. live that long. Uh, but for a guest star or to do what they're going to do, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but they'd have to pay me like they paid Michael Dawn. Yeah. 
I, I don't think he's gonna I'd be surprised if he's actually gonna come back live action, but I can see him through animation. Yeah. I can see him in lower decks this season, never mind. <laughs> you know, considering they're going to DS9. Yeah. yeah. Um interesting what he said about Michael Dorn. Yeah. They must we'll have uh I'm guessing I'm guessing Michael Dorn has been uh mentally preparing for this for you know fucking 20 25 years <laughs> like well that but like, also i think there was like when dawn came on to ds9 he was paid oh, like yeah. he'd come off seven seasons and had just done yeah. a movie whereas armin shiverman was paid as a guest actor for the first couple of seasons of ds9 yeah. anyway yeah, so. didn't turn out that way though, did it? No, no, and we're all the better for it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Star Trek's going to be bringing out some more bloody wine. Uh, we're getting some Chateau Picard. Picard. Um, we're getting some uh, ricey and rosé. We're getting some uh, uh, some fucking ricey and white wine. Um, we're getting a like a a, a from Chateau Picard with like a metal the metal thing, okay, um, which you can buy. I've seen people selling on eBay, hmm. um, and like people also like three D printing them. So uh, my guess is it's claret, maybe like a cheap cab salve. I don't get why people uh, buy it over them for the bottle. Yeah, no, that's definitely what it for is. Yeah. Um, and as a reminder now, that, that vineyard has uh, dead people, dead bog buried in it. Um, mm -hmm. So if you're buying yeah. into the, or, you know, you're drinking the wine from that vineyard, if you're if you're trying to cosplay as that, you're drinking dead bog part wine. Mm, yeah, I bet it's good. Um, so the, the, there's this Rycean wine, though, that's, um, it comes in interesting bowls, spacey sci-fi movie tv bottles which is uh fun okay you know stupid bottles like you always see in sci-fi they'll be drinking something in a stupid bottle they'll be pouring it into a stupid glass i'll put i'll put the images up here of of stupid bottles 110 dollars never mind get fucked yeah you can order anyway. fucking 3d printed chateau picard labels on etsy mm. Especially if it if it's just the bottle that looks like a normal bottle. If you're going to yeah. get one of the the spiral ones for Canar or whatever, then maybe like if you've got money to burn. But why would you for just a normal shaped bottle? Nah, ridiculous. No thanks. Um, nice try though. Yeah. Nice try, capitalism. Try again next time. <laughs> So the next news today is the first day of the 56-year mission, Las Vegas Star Trek convention. Bally's Hotel and Casino, Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, yeah. I'm pissed off because I'm, I'm supposed present. to be there a month. As this is released, I'm supposed to be there a month today for work and I'm like why couldn't you just send me a month earlier why couldn't uh, I just sneak into track but we've got some fun stuff over there um, oh, as of today oh, don't we oh oh we do 
So uh, tonight, if you uh, if you've got tickets to this event, you will be enjoying a a dinner and comedy evening with Tignataro. Uh, the multi-talented Tignataro will be performing a comedy show for our Thursday night dinner party, exclusive to Gold Convention patrons only. So it's a it's a dinner evening, dinner and a show, dinner and a show, Vegas Sounds- style. Sounds classy. Yep. And her uh, comedy routine will add up to longer than she's had in all her scenes on the screen. Yeah, probably. She yeah. does talk very slowly. Yeah. Um, they are, There's going to be a presentation honoring Ricardo Montalban. Uh, there's going to be a screening of Garrett Wang's documentary. Um uh, or, uh, well, come meet the production My team from 455 Films along with Voyager's Garrett Wang to get an update on the progress of the Voyager documentary along with a glimpse of what has been shot so far. So basically, they're just going to uh, talk Voyager. about it. Yeah. Yeah, and they're going to show some clips. Yeah, and that, that DS9 one was very good. It, it's yeah, so good. Seen it, it's yeah. so good. Um, uh, speaking of the DS9 one on... Uh, Sunday night, yeah, the uh, the the gentleman that opened what we leave behind, Max Grodenchik, uh, Casey Biggs, Jeffrey Coombs, and Vaughn Armstrong will be performing, doing some a cappella jazz man Vegasy shit. Vegas baby. Honestly, yeah. this all sounds like quite like a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, tonight, I wonder if Vic, is Vic Fontaine not singing? Did we not oh, see? Buddy, I think he's like. I, I think he's like. Fucking one foot in the grave, bro. Is he? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, uh, all weekend, Chase Masterson, who plays Lita in Star Trek Deep Space Nine, will be hosting various events at Jimmy's Place Bar and Cafe. So she's just going to be like hosting some some nights, do a quiz, a raffle. See how many Dabo girls are, are around with her. She'll be hosting Dabo. That'll be fun. Dabo. Fun. Yeah. Uh, tonight, also, if you're in the area, you you can be treated to a karaoke evening with Dominic Keating and Connor Trenier, otherwise known as uh, Reed and Trip from Star Trek Enterprise, for free. Well, who'd be paying for it? <laughs> is the question. <laughs> a free karaoke evening with Trip and Reed. Yeah. Um, but of course, tomorrow night is Friday night. Um, where you can be treated to another free karaoke evening with Anthony Montgomery or Mayweather from Enterprise on his own. He could probably handle it on his own. Yeah, man. Doesn't that all sound like fun? It sounds like fun, especially if it's free. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) free. I don't know if I'd pay for for a lot of those karaoke. Oh, so so you're saying that on Friday morning at 9 a.m. you wouldn't be down for paying $60 for a yoga class with Mary Chifo? No. <laughs> um, not a yoga person anyway, and 60, 60 pounds or dollars seems rather expensive for a bit of a yoga session. Maybe she's not doing like Klingon it's... yoga. Maybe she's doing Klingon. Maybe she's doing like, like that Klingon yoga that fucking Worf was doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, have you seen Mary Chifo's um, Klingon uh, metal track? I haven't. It's fucking sick. Shut up, Neptune. 
It's amazing. Like, Discovery <laughs> Season 1, they could barely speak through the the prosthetics. So everything was very labored. All the Klingon was like, to, he, ha, he, That's why they ha. got theater actors. They yeah. know how to enunciate and project, and they know but, how to use their facial muscles. But then you get this, and she sounds like she's actually speaking without the trouble of it. Yeah, man. It's like yeah. fucking um, Liv Tyler and Elvish all over again. Uh, but yeah, man, this, this honestly, this looks like so much fun. There's all sorts of other shit going on. They're doing science talks, science panels with science people. Um, nerds. Uh, d- that guy's, he's got doctor and a PhD on his name. Um, this person looks like they're piloting a, a helicopter, which makes me think they're probably kind of a douche. Um... <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's all sorts of shit going on. Man, medical ethics in Star Trek with John Billingsley. I mean, he did he did genocide a planet or genocide of people. So he would know. Oh, we don't want to step in the way of evil. Yeah. Yeah, listen, I, like in terms of the balance, I'm I'll be on this side of the of the stage. Yeah. And this is like I'll be on the not genocide. This is the side. worst. Yeah, I'll be like I'll be over here. Like we'll basically we'll we'll make sure that everyone knows where good medical ethics are on the scale of genocide yeah. to um, a cuddle. Yeah. Um, so interesting uh, little bit of little bit of a, a little sneak peek into the next series of uh, Star Trek Picard, Terry Metalis. Talking about um, Brent Spiner's character, mm. um, uh, which I found quite interesting. Um, Brent's character is specifically tied into the plot and the mythology in ways that if you were to show a poster, you would have a thousand more questions. And I think you want to earn it. This sounds like Donald Trump. You would have a thousand more <laughs> questions. And I think you'd want to earn it. Yeah. But he plays a new old character. He plays a new old character that you have seen and have never seen before. It's, we think, a great way to do this that honours what has come before yet treads new ground. So what do you reckon? I think he is an android of some sort. And obviously he's a, another reborn data or he's law. Data. He's data. Yes. Data or data? One is my name. Info. Um, yeah. Info wars. Um, he's B five or benign because B four was originally benign. That's good. Benign. Well, that, that's what the original name was, and they changed it. That's stupidly. Funny. Yeah. Benign. Benign. Um, you know, he was but, in a drawer in Picard, but maybe they can resurrect him. Yeah, man. Uh, um. They're, they're probably gonna you reckon de-aging de-aging I reckon maybe yeah yeah um it means he doesn't have to wear all the makeup he just has to wear dots um, no, well which... they put they put him in makeup anyway for um uh, Picard season one didn't they yeah for whatever reason because they didn't de-age him very well like we could classically thinking... like like all these fan efforts like half an hour after the trailer came out were just like here's it fixed here's his hairline fixed yeah um <laughs> Yeah. Um, it could be, I don't know, we could be thinking about it wrong, could be soon. 
Could be. But how is that a new old character? Because we know there is a Soong in that time period. There's the the son that we'd never heard about that appeared in Picard season one, like Arnett or Aaron or some mm-hmm. shit name. But Could like, be that guy. Could be that guy. But that's not a mystery. So why wouldn't you just release? And he that wasn't poster? interesting. No. Yeah. Brent Spiner played him very well. Brent Spiner was on the screen, and I did not give a fuck. Yeah. And then immediately after, Data was on the screen, and I was like, it's Data! Yeah. That uh, that dude is just like a waste. So he's not playing just a human character, because they'd just be like, oh, people are going to think it's Arnett or Aaron or Aaron or Arnold. Maybe they're going to bring back Data in a, in a golem human body, and they're going to like... Maybe say do. you can grow old and die as a human, and he's going to be like groovy. That that's what they should have offered him anyway. Mm-hmm. When him and Picard were like chatting together, and he's like, "Oh, if I don't die, you know, things aren't beautiful because they last forever, like a butterfly. Things are beautiful because they are they have a lifespan and stuff like that." Picard should have been yeah. like, "I tell you what, I I can go into a." Golem body, a golem body. This machine still works. We'll just print you out another one. We'll get you ready to go in a human-ish yeah, body. Yeah, man. We can make it fully, emotions. fully functional. Uh, yeah, you can find. Uh, we can even print off like a replica of Tashi Yar, and you guys can like. Yeah, you can go off and have like, like, like disgusting, unnatural demon spawn. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I think it, it's a it's a stupid news story, and it's a stupid way to hide a poster, really. Yeah. Because it's one of two things: it's a human. Yeah. It's it's like yeah. It's it's not gonna be like it's not gonna raise a million questions because everyone's just gonna go, "Oh, it's that person." Yeah. Um, the only way it's gonna raise a a million questions is if they fuck up the story and it's like, wait, why is this happening? Like, yeah, what, what's happening here? Oh, and then just data. fanboys will rant. Sounds fun. I'm, I'm looking, you know, I didn't particularly like um, season one of Picard. I thought season two was worse, but I'm, I'm still open-minded about season three. I look yeah. forward to it anyway. Cool. Um, in seemingly unrelated news, but you will, you will see how this tangentially relates to Star Trek. Um, MUFON, the Mutual UFO Network, had uh, their uh, first conference in a while a few days ago. That's where a bunch of ufologists got together and started talking about fucking UFOs and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're a funny bunch of the uh, uh, MUFON. Mm-hmm. I've, I've met some people that are in MUFON. They're uh, they're they're a fun bunch. They're a set of fucking. And look, <laughs> it, it's a shame they can't just move on from their beliefs and just <laughs> um, no. Instead, live lives. They, instead they move on from their families. Yeah. Um, uh, my my experience with uh, the the move on people is that they um, they are certainly singularly focused. Mm. Um. They also had a talk with uh, filmmaker Caroline Corey about her uh, uh, new documentary that she's been making, uh, Tear in the Sky. 
she's chasing Tic Tacs. Hmm. She's chasing Tic Tacs. You know what I mean? You know what? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about Tic Tac. Apparently, she found some. Anyway, um, I'm just sending you a link to the trailer for Tear in the Sky. If you just want to play it at about six seconds in, you'll see how this relates to Star Trek. What is that? Nobody knows. The phenomenon. It's Shatner face. He will yeah. do absolutely anything. Yeah, you know, you know, it's somewhat like Janeway who got herself onto a flat earth documentary. But Shatner, one of his latest TV shows was for a Russian network that was just like misinformation network or whatever. And it's like, Jesus Christ, man, have have some semblance of what you're doing and try and try and correct it. He annoys me so well, much. Well, she talks. She, the uh, the filmmaker Caroline Corey talks talks about um, you know how she uh, she got him and <laughs> I had he, money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally, like you, you know. So it is a paid appearance, but it is um, oh, it's funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That's uh, so. That's uh, that's it for our for 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 the latest installment of Shatterface. Yeah, he certainly did shat in her face. Yeah, the man will appear anywhere for money if you have the right amounts. It's like the A team, but you know, instead of if you're in trouble or whatever, or if it's a righteous cause, it's just like he will appear if you have enough cash. <laughs> And as a reminder, this guy is like 90. This guy could retire and very much live happily and die without a single money tree issue ever in his life. Yeah, man. With that fucking horse sperm he got, like he could he could be living off that horse sperm for fucking the rest of his days. Yeah. He he's signed enough like postcards. He doesn't need to do any more of this. Yeah, but he's well, now... just so happy to appear and have his face somewhere. Well now. Now he's uh, he's he's putting his face to something worthwhile. Mm. Search you for extraterrestrial crazy. life, not out there, but right here. Yeah, they walk among us. Fucking thanks. You had you had you had. So you had, I, I've got you, I've got, got a piece of news. You, you've got a surprise for me. I've got I've got a piece of news, and it is from a clickbait site that I'm not going to give it. It's a real name, so I'm going to call it. Large abnormal automation. So try and work that one out. Large abnormal automation. Oh yeah, those guys. Yeah, whatever. They're, those idiots. <laughs> um, so they've got a source on the inside. On the inside. Of, oh, do they? Do that. Yeah. <laughs> do they? Is the question. Is it do a they tiny? Have anyone? Is it a tiny freaking robot crawling around like in Transformers? Yeah, but but their source tells them that. We know there's, you know, a couple of Trek TV shows um, in pre-production at the moment. Apparently, there's one in the Kelvin universe that's in. Oh, we've been out. How do you gauge this validity of a story? I'd see this story um, the same way I see, like, um, like when a when a local loony walks into the bar and doesn't buy anything, but just kind of does like a round of saying hi to everyone in the bar before leaving. Yeah. Um. That okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye now. Shake hands. Goodbye. Okay. okay yeah, bye. You. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Um, my 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 initial thought was, 
I don't trust when the official sources say they've got Starfleet Academy, the TV series, or Section 31 coming no. in the next two years. No. Why would I trust these guys to say <laughs> that they've got a Kelvin-verse TV show? No, I don't I don't trust the sources when they're talking about Kelvin movies. I don't trust them when they're yeah. talking about... Pro no. That fourth um, Kelvin movie that's due out next year hasn't started filming. Those yeah. guys probably haven't got a script delivered to them. We know they didn't last month. Yeah. Um, and, like, anyway, like, we, you know, why are we even worrying about that when we've still got Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek movie to look forward to? Apparently, that was just, like, that was just, like, a week of him going in, talking to writers and executives, like, to, like insisting on his ideas and then just, like, quitting after a few days and saying, we're not making this yeah, film. We, we can't do this, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. like, like, well, I won't budge at all. It's like, well, then... Uh, the answer to your question of how do I treat this story, my answer is, cool story, bro. Yeah. Cool story, cool story. never going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Th those guys at large abnormal automation um, just really know how to, to come up with a story that gets the SEO going, don't they? Yeah, man. Uh, well, that's 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 the news. But we're going to move and talk about the, the episode of the week, which we're back on Lower Decks. It's, it's been... A year since the last season started, and it feels a bit longer. I don't know about you, but it feels a long time since we were in with uh, this crew. As 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 we've already discussed today, my concept of time it's yeah. it's it's not great. Um, it feels like it was yesterday, and like it was an eternity ago. It feels yeah. like I've crossed oceans of time in a day to get here. But what we were going to do is, I'll, I'll give a. Incredibly quick rundown of the plot of the episode because thank God, thank Christ, thank everything, thank whatever religion you have, these episodes are half an hour long rather than an it's hour. Beautiful. It's beautiful, it's beautiful, isn't it? I, got, I, so I, watched, I watched other stuff today. Yeah. Um, um, so what happened? So what where happened? Did, where, 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 what happened last year? <sighs> what happened last year? So as a reminder to the end of last season, um, Captain Freeman got jailed for blowing up Pac-Led Planets. They'd already had um, treaty negotiations on Pac-Led Planet a couple of episodes before the finale, but at the end of the last Pac season... Pac-Led Planet! Yeah, Pac-Led Planet. The ship I love was, their names for shit. ...didn't have anything to do with Pac-Led Planet, the finale of last season. The strip was, no, man. ship was stripped naked and was saving another ship, um, but Freeman was jailed. So we start this... Uh, season with uh, a recap of that, that Freeman's been jailed for blowing up. You know, they've got footage of her blowing up the planet. Um, Mariner doesn't trust the court system, the Federation court system, and is going to get the lower decks crew together to get proof the captain didn't do it. Um, she goes to gather the team and works out that Boimler has copies of all the senior officer logs recorded, and Rutherford knows where the ship is, so they go Ooh. to get the ship. Uh, they try and transport to the ship, uh, but uh, it's in a, uh, a secure, you can't transport it, so they go to a transporter facility, um, and they're going to knock out the security guard, but he's a really kindly old man, so they can't do it. And, and in any case, there's space slugs or whatever um, going through space, so they couldn't transport uh, anyway. Yes, They've got to the go swarm. up the ship. They decide to go to Bozeman, Montana, to steal the Phoenix, um, to travel to 
the Cerritos, uh, they get to the Cerritos, Bunler's logs aren't professional enough uh, to stand up in court. Uh, most of the team get into a shuttle to go back, but Mariner shoves them off and decides to steal the ship and go find proof for herself. Uh, the rest of the team come back, stop Mariner from escaping away with the ship, but Federation security arrive on site. Um, the lower decks pretend to be studying the space slugs. Um, Federation security are after, you know, who sent them on this message um, mission when the bridge crew arrive and with Captain Freeman, who's been released. She says the court system resolved itself. And end of the episode is in the captain's quarters uh, with Mariner. The captain says, okay, here's how we're going to resolve this antagonistic and this freewheeling uh, way you do stuff by having ransom, uh, by having you report to ransom and ransom follow you closely. <gasps> yeah. uh, was that quick? That, man, that was about that as quick. long as the episode was. Which was short because, you know. I thought I was doing it so quick, man. Oh, man, that was good. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, How how are you feeling? Are you short of breath? I'm exhausted. Trying to not, um, trying to shorten but not mess stuff up through the shortening of stuff. Yeah, man. Mm. Um, What did you reckon? Um, I thought it was a solid episode. It's a... I, I thought it was going to go one way by the trailers and everything like that. I thought it was going to go search for Spock. Yes. Um, and the whole stealing of the Enterprise and stuff like that. It really didn't um, mm. at all. It, it borrowed more from yeah, but... First Contact than it did yep. anything else. Yeah, was, it, was um, it, refer- it was a reference misdirect. Yeah. Very cheeky. Yeah. Nice I... surprise for Jonathan Frakes after his birthday, I reckon. Yes, yeah. And, you know, my... My heart swelled my uh, and you know grew a couple of sizes like the Grinch um, yeah, for everything that was Bozeman Montana based. Uh, yeah, really. dude. Um, yeah, nice, nice to go back. Yeah, yeah. Nice to see uh, that statue. That statue, mm-hmm. we've um, seen it. At the it's in the background of almost every single Enterprise episode in Captain Archer's quarters. There's a little tiny version of the statue um but now it's nice to see it in in all its glory yeah what did um, you think of the episode um well i'm going to answer your question with a question um at any point during the episode did you laugh out loud no no me either no it wasn't that funny it was a good episode yeah but it was it was it was not funny it's sort of the, the trouble with Lower Decks is that it's mm. promised to be a funny series. But now, um, it's, but now it's doing the thing that all comedies do nowadays, which is get serious. But you say this happens, happens eventually with the Orville, doesn't mm. it? it? It skips away from comedy and skips away from being whatever um, mm-hmm. and, and goes into just being uh, Star Trek light or, or Star yeah. Trek adjacent yeah, do you, it's, you think uh, it's, it's better or worse at, at doing that for you to be honest i would say that um this was like in terms of like doing star trek this was mm. probably on par with a with a with a with a sort of medium episode of of the orville okay yeah i can see um that. what what was the, this episode is a perfect microcosm of of what everyone says is wrong with modern TV and movies, which is that it's all just references. 
Yeah. Um, there's a lot of references in this episode. You were saying before we there recorded is. that, like, this is a reference episode, yeah. not a comedy episode. And I, I would I'd have to agree. So I, I put a load of the references. <coughs> I put a video up uh, before we're filming this uh, on the same channel that is references, you know, links down below again, um, mm -hmm. references of the episode. And I've, I've put every, uh, uh, and then in brackets, probably not every reference yeah. from the episode. So God knows there's a, a good couple. There's probably a lot. I've got a list here from uh, from 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 a, a reputable. Um, You're not taking my reputable back. source. How dare you, sir? Um, there's sources all over the place, mate. Yeah. It's, it's saucy all up in this piece. But yeah, all right episode, but light on the comedy. But yeah. I appreciate some of the references. I think it's, um, you know, as people were commenting on the uh, Facebook group, it was nice the lower deckers didn't actually solve the issue because they are lower deckers. Like, if you make them the, the solution to every problem, then it stops being a lower deck show and starts yeah. being just like a, these might as well be second deck down or whatever. Yeah. It is like... Um... It's kind of painting um, uh, Mariner like Mariner very clearly kind of has main character syndrome. Yeah, um, which is fun. Um, she's she's my least favorite character in Lower Decks. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's definitely um, she's definitely got some flaws. Yeah, um, uh, but yeah, I thought it was quite funny when. Uh, like the closest I came to laughing out loud was the reveal of the um, of how uh, the captain gets gets freed from from court. Yeah. Um, you know, bringing in Morgan Bateson, Frasier. Frasier. Yeah, man. Yeah. Captain Bateson with his tossed salad and scrambled egg. Tuvok. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Didn't get the voice. Didn't need the voice actors at all. No. They just had their faces. Apparently not. Just like yeah, you wonder the, what the it, agreement of that is, yeah. where it's like, can we can we cartoon can your we eyes? Use their faces? Your face, can we please? do that in, yeah. in an episode so heavily padded with references? Let's just cram a couple more in the end. Yeah, and um, Batman has a uh, Akira class ship yeah, man, from First Contact, which is cool. I like that ship. Yeah, it's a nice I like looking that ship. ship every um, ship from First Contact is a nice looking ship, but I do like yeah, Akira. Man. Um, we also we did though get uh, a cool voice cameo from uh, uh, James Cromwell playing a hologram of Zephyrin Cochran, which was cool. Yeah, Cromwell's cool, man. Cromwell's cool. So the the whole of Bozeman, Montana, we we heard it from Geordie in First Contact. It had been turned into a a park of sorts or a remembrance zone, and there was a statue of of yeah, uh, Cochran with his hand up. And we get to see that statue and we get to go there and it's it's an amusement park where there's rides and there's yeah. kids play area. There's first contact. So first contact. Um, nice. There's a balloon seller that's selling balloons of the Enterprise and Defiant and the Phoenix. They go on a Phoenix ride. You know, it's all it's all fun stuff. So like, obviously, this is a first contact tribute. Um, do the people know about First Contact? Um, As in, in the events of the film? Some people know. So 
In Enterprise Regeneration, um, Captain Archer apparently got Cochrane drunk and he was talking about mechanical men who tried to stop um, first contact happening. Um, cool. So, yeah. so some people might know, providing that this obviously happens in the timeline where first contact got messed up. Sounds sounds like some uh, conspiracy theory stuff that's probably yeah. floating around by the 24th century. Just like, you know, mechanical men. Co Cochrane fucking met the Borg, you know. That's not true. That's not verified. Yeah. It's like, man, I totally believe it. Yeah. So, like, some some people know, apparently. Um, and I, I imagine, anyway, after Picard gets back, he probably has to hand over his logs from what happened. Yeah. So everyone in the future of that should know. Is so they, they don't reference it at all in this. Temporal affairs. Yeah. Uh, there was a bunch of stuff at the start of the episode. Let's let's start going through some of the references. Yeah. So the episode starts with a news piece about Captain Freeman's um, incarceration, um, yeah. and we get some uh, we get we get some 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 references in the little uh, in the little ticker at the bottom. Yeah. Um, so we got a mention of a. Concert from uh, what's his bloody name? Uh, the, the Sonny Zebulon Clemens sisters. Oh yes, got this, Samuel got Clemens. The, yeah, the, the, those sisters. We got Sonny Clemens. There's a, someone got trampled at a, a Sonny Clemens gig. So Sonny uh, Clement being the guy who was defrosted in the TNG episode, the Neutral Zone, the um, from apparently 1996, but appeared, you know. Yeah, man. Uh, he he seemed like he was from the seventies. Um, that dude, that that uh, country music singer. There's a there's a London King. The Buffalo Solar Knights have eclipsed the London Kings in the first game of the ELDS. What a fucking travesty! So the London Kings and the um, whoever knights, one of them appeared in. Uh, the the baseball one of them appeared in the episode of DS9 with Rumpelstiltskin. Stiltskin. Um, yeah, great episode. Yeah. Well, an episode of DS9. <laughs> I love it, it is certainly an episode of DS9. I love it. Yeah. Um, That's the episode had... where Odo says trollop. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I love how you've got just that in your memory. <laughs> Odo says trollop. Wow. <laughs> Uh, we also had Admiral Jellico, so from TNG Chain of Command, Jellico, who is so hot on four shifts. Mate, so, um, mate, I bet fucking, I bet he's like a hero. I bet well, everyone loves. He did get Picard back, you know. Yeah, but I bet, I bet he went on to do great things. Yeah, well, he's an admiral now, certainly. So he's do he's done something right in his life. What does that mean? Has ordered the Zebulon system sisters from appearing on screen. So they were in Lower Decks. They sang the Choo Choo song in the first season. So what are they like? The Cheeky Girls? Yeah. And he's banned them so. from appearing on TV. Yeah, which does sound like a very Jellico thing to do, to be fair. Yeah. Good um, man. He's doing, the, he's doing good work out there in the Federation. He is. <laughs> 
I mean, it's weird that the Federation can just stop that, like shut down TV broadcasts. <laughs> you know, this is this is a, a quasi-military just being like no TV it's broadcasts. Like, no. Well, yeah. I think it's, if it's if it's space cheeky girls, he's probably just like no, yeah. no more. Stop it. Um, um, there's another Grandmaster of the game, Stratagema. Oh, cool. This game. That one. Yeah. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. Good for him. I wonder if they've got like a, a like a, a Netflix show about some young girl that plays Stratagema and is an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're just going down this list on, uh, on, on trekcore.com. Big up um, The next one I think of in order is I put say as I push up my glasses that are on my face. Um in the opening credits, the oh, board yeah. battle keeps on getting more intense. So yeah, man. first season it was just <laughs> versus Borg, uh Borg and Romulans, and then the Cerritos buggers off. Then it was Borg Romulan and Pac-Led pirate ships, and now it's oh Borg Romulans, Pac-Led pilot. Pirate ships, Klingons, and a crystalline entity. So yeah, there are, there are still crystalline entities around, apparently. Yeah, um, man, that's funny. Yeah, I, I I wait. That made me laugh. That made me lol. That actually did make me lol. I wait to see like season ten when there's just like a crystalline entity, a whale probe, <laughs> Vija. The Borg, the Romulans, the Klingons, the Pac-Man. God. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, then we go to the vineyard. So yeah. uh, Boimler is in Picard's vineyard outfit from uh, All Good Things. Yep. Uh, um, and classic, obviously... classic future fashion here. We've got yeah. double-breasted with no lapel. Classic. No lapels. Classic. Yeah. Um, and instead of his vineyard making wine that they can sell... Um, that they can merchandise later on. So no doubt they're, they're making raisins, which no doubt someone at Star Trek will start selling raisins um, in a packet. Yeah, you just Boimler have to go to like a, a raisin company and say, put put Boimler, Boimler family raisin, yeah. put them in these little boxes. Sell them for do they still, do, still do raisins in little boxes? Is that still a thing? Am I old? Are we old? We're old, unfortunately. Yeah, We're nature's candy. Nature's. I like I like a I like a dried cranberry. Bit. I'm, a, I'm more of a dried cranberry guy myself. Uh, I I'd eat raisins all day if they were actually good for you, and they were you know cheap because fucking raisins, man. Um, but Mariner's there, and I, in my opinion, she's there in the cards outfit from Insurrection. So the leather jacket. Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Just one thing I think is quite yeah. one thing I did think was funny, but again, I did not lol. Yeah, um, was all these chicks hitting on Boimler and he's just not picking up on it. Yeah, he he's just been straight down the middle, technical reasoning, you know. Yeah, leave that in the sun for an extra half an hour and sort of he stuff. does know how to raisin. Yeah, he's raising those, raising those girls' spirits. So, in it, uh, in it, raising the raising their drawers. Wait, yeah. no, maybe. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Boimler. 
what, what? Why are they all going fucking mental for him? Whatever. I'm sure. It's a man I mean, with if confidence. It's, Jack, it's, if, it's, it's... If, if he actually looks like Jack Quaid, I'm sure they they they're all into adorable boys. Yeah. Well, I, I say a man with confidence, but anyone with confidence is attractive, and Bumler has confidence when he's on his his raisin farm. Yeah, and Jack Quaid is adorable. So he is. He is. Um, then we're next Easter egg is Cisco's Creole Kitchen. Yeah, baby, we've got some nice New Orleans jazz playing in the background. Yeah. Hearing them horns playing. They've got the alligator hanging from the ceiling. Uh, I've got one, one of two them. Scenes. An alligator hanging from the ceiling. No, I've got an alligator head. Oh, very nice. I got this in Louisiana. My my mum's family is is from Louisiana and sort of Oklahoma and and Mississippi that area. So yeah, look, you can see all its gross innards and everything. I call him uh, I call him Rango. Rango. Yeah. Like the Johnny Depp lizard. Yes. Um, I think I changed his name a little while ago when I decided I didn't like Johnny Depp though, but I can't remember what I changed it to. Yeah. Let's say Kurt. Kurt. Kurt, Kurt Connors. Kurt Connors. Yeah. The lizard, the lizard from Spider-Man comics and other media. Yeah. Next Easter egg, I think, is um, what Rutherford is in. He's in Jake Sisko's outfit. Beautiful. You know, purple, uh, non-symmetric, asymmetric stuff. Yeah, man. Love it. You love to see it. Yeah. Classic, messed up. 90s future fashion that yeah. like to be honest isn't actually far off from where we're at i've seen some outfits yeah. that look like this i'd wear it you know yeah man fine. um boimler is in in wesley crusher's final outfit before he leaves uh, the enterprise yep. that purple waistcoat yeah big waistcoat to make him look small yeah there is the ketracel white hot sauce yeah man what was that like was 13 million Scovilles? Yeah, it was ridiculous. Fucking hell, mate. Yeah. Is Ketracel white spicy then? Is that who knows if it's just a branding thing? Throwing yeah, out the Dominion just in peacetime has just been like, what can we brand and yeah. sell to the Federation? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Mm. So then we are at the transporter lab. There's a couple of old transporters from yeah. TOS, from like TNG, that. That was... and Voyager. Nice. Um, I was trying to identify the other ones, and I was just like, "This isn't worth." There's so many. The time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This guy's a transporter nerd. Yeah, that poor old man. Oh no! <laughs> when he's constantly... offering people like um, uh, were originals. originals, yeah, and they're just fucking coming up behind him with a billy club. Yeah. Boom. Oh. Repeatedly, apparently. Sweet old man. Sweet oh, old dear. man. Um, um, I kind of think of that as sort of a reference to Boothby, you know, the yeah. nice, the nice old man. Um, they're gonna go. They were gonna go do a do a, a search for Spock. Uhura, yeah, put messing the, up a put guy, the young but guy they ended the up closet. Yeah, but they ended up doing a, a Boothby in the garden scene. Yeah. Now. I don't think I'm completely mad. I think this episode has a stupid flaw in it. Which is? Okay. So outside that transporter facility, there are shuttles. 
because when they're outside looking at it, there are shuttles that they are crouched behind. And they decide after they, they can't use the transporters, no, we're going to have to steal a ship to uh, get up to the Cerritos. So we're going to go to Bozeman, Montana and steal a replica of the Phoenix. Why not just take a shuttle that's just outside? It's just outside. That's not cool. I know it's not cool and we don't get the references. And because it's a, a better show than like uh, uh, one or two of the shows, let's say, where you go like, this doesn't make sense. You know, you stupid idiots. Maybe, maybe it was a quicker option than it. going and signing for a shuttle. Yeah. Maybe it's just like, oh, I've got to go fucking sign for it. It'd be quicker if we just beam us to Montana and we just fucking twalk yeah. that shuttle. Yeah. Twalk is a British slang for taking without owner's consent. It's 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 a it's a term for uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Um, so then we go to Bozeman, Montana for the first contact, like theme park. There is, as we were saying before, there's the Enterprise, the Phoenix, the Defiant Balloons. There's a first of a TH contact. Um, there's the bar that only plays one uh, song, which is Oogie Boogie. Um, sounds sounds like um, Living Hell. Yeah, there there is the uh, Vulcan ship that is now a play area. Um, so it is it is a good little place to go, and they all get James Cromwell first contact hats. So Cochrane hats. Sweet. Yeah. Those hats are kind of cool. Yeah. You know, if, if I was going to bother to cosplay for any event, I think you could get away with post-World um, War III James Cromwell. Yeah, man. That tall bastard of man. Um, then we go into the, a replica of the Phoenix, um, and Gavin comes along. I, I do did find Gavin a bit funny, uh, I will say. Yeah. This guy who's just tagged along for their mission. Yeah, and they're just like, right, well, I guess he's here now. Yeah. In like typical theme park stuff where it's like, oh no, there's a, a there's a free seat in this there's, ride. There's, yeah, there's a family Single and then one rando. Yeah. So I did find that like half amusing. Yeah. Um we get uh Steppenwolf magic carpet ride. Yeah. Man. Ride up. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Too like to me. Fucking yeah, mate. Love yeah. that shit. We can't sing it too well because obviously we'll be, um, you know, taken down. Yeah, we could do, we do that like that funky, that funky guitar. Yeah. Um. So they get up. Then it is. I think the next Easter egg is regular one. There's a regular one star station that's looking out for uh, ships on the move. They see yeah. the Cerritos going when it shouldn't be. The guy's playing 3D chess. Um, Classic. Then there's Batesman, as we said, the Akira, as we said. Um, the Mind Meld, which is pretty much the Spock uh, mind-raping Kim Cattrall. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, questionable ethics, but yeah, that's, Tuvok, Tuvok is no stranger to uh, questionable tactics. 
He's not. I was trying to find episodes for him for for the Easter egg video of like times he'd done. With with no clips on YouTube. No, I've got. I'm connecting to the hard drive with every single episode on, unfortunately. Um, Mm. But I was like, okay, other than Sutner, I don't think he mind rapes anyone. No. Other than the Sutner episode. Um, Which is good. Which is a good uh, thing. It's good not to mind rate people. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, um, endorsed. Yeah. Uh, that's our official stance. That's the yeah. Failing Frequencies official stance on mind rape. Um, don't do it. Bad. Mind yeah. rape, no. What else we got? So we had we had Bateson. I will say, Bate, like it, the thing that came to my mind, Bateson's ship in, um, in cause and effect, the Bozeman. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, His class didn't have a name on. I was trying to like, I was trying to um, CSI pinch and zoom to find a name, but it didn't have a name. Man, I'd love to get some more Frasier in Star Trek. Do you know, um, so Memory Beta, sort of down the track of Memory Beta, do you know what he did Memory Beta style after he got back into the I remember, I remember reading once that that in the books he him and Riker had a conversation about beards. Did they? Yeah, they have a conversation about they're talking about the beards like, Classic. oh mine's like this and he's like mine's like this and they go, hmm, yes, and beard, beards, yes. Beard, oil. Beard, yeah. Talking about oils. Probably. So he was the original captain of the Enterprise E. He was taking it out for, I believe. So, correct me if I'm wrong. E. So, uh, so after the sovereign, after the D, right? The sovereign one. I like that ship. So he was taking it out for like, okay, let's see if this ship runs properly. Shakedown, shakedown cruise, and then the D crashed, and they took the E from him and handed it over to Picard. Dick so. move. Fuck you, <laughs> Dick move. Yeah, Not cool. So I, I always, it always. But sorry, like, they it, gave him that big fucking Akira class bastard. Yeah, those things. I mean, Akira cool. class is still a, a cool ship. From I like someone it. Someone who's in a Miranda. I mean, yeah, man, it's got hell. it's got like the it's got the downward nacelles, kind of like a Miranda, yeah. but they kind of look a bit more like um, it's kind of got more the shape of like a bird of prey or um or like the or the D seven Klingon cruiser. Yeah. You know, I like it. I mm. like the Akira class. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think that's it for for the references or Easter eggs. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, um, just looking on lower decks um, on um, on Trek Core. Don't it's, tell it's, me so it's in the references. it's in the opening. Yeah, it's in the opening franchise thing. So like the the Star Trek universe bit. Yeah, you can see a uh, a koala in a nebula. Okay. Um, so the, there was an episode of Lower Decks with. Koala as part of the afterlife, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah the, the some sort of fifth dimensional being going on. Yeah. And an afterlife for for some religion. So it appears you go to your religions, heaven or hell. Yeah. Things go to their their religion. Well, it's it's kind of not. It's kind of painted like uh like that guy that guy who ascended. It, mm. Like when he became one with the universe, he saw the koala. Shaq saw the koala. 
Did Shaq uh, see the koala? Shaq saw I, the Shaq koala. The someone, mentioned, hill, someone mentioned the koala and he, he freaked out. He was like, don't mention the fucking koala. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so, yeah, it turns out that whatever the koala is, that's actually the secret of the universe. So it goes, profits, cue, koala. But yeah, do you, do you think... So here's a question for you that I think with a lot of low decks. Would this work for you as an episode if you hadn't seen First Contact? No. Yeah. I don't think... I, I don't think... There, I, yeah, I think that this... Yeah, I think that... Yeah, no, I think that the this this episode is so heavily padded with references that like you have to be a trekkie to to enjoy this episode. Yeah, full on. Hmm. Like, and I don't just mean like. I mean, like you need to have seen a lot of Star Trek to to get most of this episode. Yeah, which which is weird, as I say, like that whole. Bozeman Montana bit could have been skipped. Yeah, you'd you'll have had to have seen um, Search for Spock, First Contact, TNG, Cause and Effect, Some Voyager, um, last series of Lower Decks. I reckon um, you can get by with not knowing who Batesman is. Yeah, but not knowing how, who Fraser is. Yeah, but to get everything, I mean. Oh yeah, to get everything. Like yeah. to get everything, you would have, you would have. To You're going to have a much better time. And I mean, like we have, like we got everything. Oh, we got everything. <laughs> yeah, like, we, did, we, we didn't got, miss a single thing. Like we got everything, but like, I mean, we might miss stuff, but like the stuff that we caught, we were like, oh, that that's the thing. Yeah. Um, like. It does make so, me like you have like... to be like you have to be like do do a Star Trek podcast level of Star Trek nerd to to fully appreciate this episode. Yeah. I, I think you can get by with this episode with last season. If you understood last season and if you un- have seen First Contact, you can probably get by. Mm. The extra is just icing on the cake. You know, because a lot of people aren't going to know a f- third season or a second season episode of TNG. The people that you'd think that this was targeted for weren't born then you know yeah we were barely born yeah (laughs) as part of that yeah my uh, one of my earliest memories of life is watching conspiracy Mm. um at my mum at the care home that my mum used to work at when i was a kid seeing that exploding man has really no it's the scene the it's the scene where like Picard meets the other captains on that planet. Yeah. Very clear memory. Okay. Um, so, uh, Pakled Planet, mm. big strong city, is the name of their capital city. Yeah. Um, it was a fucking false flag. They, they pretty much did a... It was um, a false flag. They did that episode of DS9 pretty much, didn't they? But to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of blowing up a Romulan commander... They decided to blow up their own city to try yeah. and get the Federation to move them. Mm-hmm. Yep, someone like either Bateson or Tuvok was like, I've seen rules of engagement. Yeah. Something smells fishy here. I've um, broken but... into Cisco's logs and seen that he, he did a false flag on, him, on the Romulans. You know, I know what happens here. 
Um, are you looking forward to the rest of this season as much as I am? I am. That, Which is kind of medium. <laughs> no, there's one particular episode that I'm really looking forward to from the trailer. There's one episode that seems to be based on the Klingon VHS board game. Uh, oh, a cool. Klingon challenge. So I am cool. very much looking forward to that because I want to experience Beige all mm. over. Uh, yeah, there, there was many a time where I was playing that as a young lad. So if cool. I if I can jump back into that, I will be very happy. I'll also I've, try and I've seen dig the out clips my board of it on YouTube. I've seen the clips of it on YouTube. Is it so? Like, is it? Is there a quick game that you can play on that? Because that might no. be some con. That might be some content. It's it's an hour long game. Probably. Oh fuck that! Yeah, fuck that! That take us hours. An hour long to... game that take us three hours. Yeah. Oh, look at the way we do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have the board game with me. Obviously, uh, not in the family home, and I don't know mm. if the family home still has the board game. So, you know. Although you can watch the video on YouTube again. Maybe I'll throw a link down below. Um, it's a good little thing where you're watching not Gowron, but the same actor. Um, is he not Gowron? He's not Gowron, and he's he's something like Kamek. That's um, stupid. And he steals the Enterprise D, but you're yeah. a Federation, you're a group of Federation people left on it, and you're doing all these, you're going around the board trying to sabotage him from taking it to the Klingon Empire. Um, and every once in a while, he'll pop up on screen being like, no, you who is moving now, stop. It's great. I love it. Yeah. I did, yeah, I, I love it. It is silly, but I love it. Yeah. I love it because it's silly. Yeah. But um, are you, you know, only lukewarm then on the on this? Yeah, I'm kinda this... kinda lukewarm. Um like the 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 moral of this episode, I was I was kinda like, meh. The whole yeah. trust in the system thing. Yeah, I didn't get that. I, I, I don't I don't like that. Uh, but it, it was either, to, like I, it's more that like I just I was I was hoping for some comedy. I just watched yeah. um, what we do in the shadows and She-Hulk, and like yeah. enjoyed both of those. And then like Lower Decks was the least funny of the of the three. Yeah. Um, and I was I would have thought She-Hulk would have been. So. Yeah. Um, and it, I, that's I that's say, what I, I expect. The, I don't think the moral yeah. was great. It it could have probably hit. trust in the system. Well, get fucked. Trust in the system was the main moral, but there was this side moral of you're better doing it with friends. So yeah. Mariner only realizes that, um, yeah, do it with friends, that Boimler has the logs and they only know where the ship is because of Rutherford and they only know where, like, they only get past Federation security because of Tendi with the space logs. And then, you know, when Mariner's crying on the floor, her friends go to comfort her. So there was that half moral, but... It wasn't done very well, I don't think. I hope I hope we explore some more of uh, Mariner's narcissism in this yeah. in this series. I hope that's that's how that's how she um, that's probably how she remains in Starfleet. If that's if that is her fate, it will be the the apotheosis had from from you know working on her uh, in, in working on her um, main character syndrome. Yeah, there's kind of like. Three things as a whole I want from the season character-wise, and it's 
Mariner to improve as a person because she's mostly the one that not not because you know I 100% dislike her as a character, but she's mostly the one that drops them in. Yeah, rubbish for no reason. Uh, um, I'd like Tendi and Rutherford to you know have some sort of romance because they've half hit it off for two seasons now. Mm. Um, yeah. And and watching the last two seasons back over the last couple of days, there seems to be in a lot of episodes. There's the Boimler and Mariner story as the A plot, and always in the B plot, there's Rutherford and Tendi. Yeah. Or B and C, and mix them up more because you know if if it's just constantly like that, then it's a bit boring, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Well, we're going to get some Mariner and Ransom stuff, and there's always been a bit of heat there, so they're probably going to hook up, I reckon. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see how this series pans out. We'll see. There, there was re- related to. Um, Lodex, and I would have said it up top, but it would have spoiled some of the episode. Have you heard about the Tit Mouse, um, again, Tits and Mouse, uh, T-shirt collection? No. So for all of last season, at the very least, they had per episode, they put out a T-shirt through, you know, a a real one rather than just them being like dodgy. Um, They do one in, in connection with Paramount related to the episode and there's one i want from last season but i can't get because they don't deliver to the uk um and there's one that i'll, I'll put up that the one that i want here which is the magatu one from last season <laughs> right and the the one they had from this year was first contact memorabilia which was another good t-shirt but i will never be able to get it because they don't deliver outside the us and canada <sighs> And with that, folks, we bring this week's edition of The Failing Frequency to a close. Uh, Mike, how can people uh, find us? They can they can find us on uh, at Facebook, in the link below to Meet It So, on your TikTok, link below. Yeah. Uh, if they can like, subscribe this video, always helps us out and gets us hopefully higher versus Easter egg videos that come out much later than mine do. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Just those bastards. Yeah. So line cutters. Those bloody bastards. But mm-hmm. everything in links below, of course. Yeah. Um the the moral of this week's episode of, of Lower Decks was of course uh to, to trust in the system, among among other things. But but that that that, that was the, the main plot moral. Trust in the system. And I suppose in a utopian future where the Federation has everyone's best interests at heart, it's probably a good idea to trust in the system. Mm. But we don't live in, in the future. We don't live in the Federation. We live in the real world, motherfuckers. Do not trust the system. The system does not have your best interests at heart, okay? We live in a society, okay? Okay, a society that is built on keeping... Large groups of people in certain mindsets that keep them in certain levels of society. Class warfare is an eternal struggle. Never forget, do not trust the system. And on that, live long and prosper, dumbasses.
and peace and long life, double damas.